podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to go down the road of virtue, something that has been long forgotten in America and in the West as of late. And what I mean as of late, at least 60 years, at least 60 years for the large majority of women and men. But today, we're going to talk about the beauty of chastity and celibacy. And you're like, oh, great. This sounds so religious and hokey pokey. No, hear me out. Now, before we begin, uh, I'm recording this on inauguration morning, and I just hope, false flag or otherwise, I hope there's not a lot of uh, demonstrations, rioting. I, I don't. I, I just hope it's not because at this point, look, I understand 80 million uh, Republicans feel that the election was was taken. I understand that, and they're angry, and I understand this. But at this point, there's nothing you can do about it. Marching, rioting violence, whatever. It's typically not on the right. Go to that that episode we did maybe ooh, a month ago, why the conservatives don't riot and loot. But I understand the frustration. And hear, hear me out. So any sort of protest, violence, false flag or otherwise, agent provocateur or whatever, it's just going to give the new administration more reasons to take away our liberties. They could essentially enact a new Patriot Act. The Patriot Act was enacted after 9-11, a kind of a revised Patriot Act where they could curtail our, our civil liberties. And as we know, the government already has the apparatus to track us. There's a surveillance state. I mean, every phone call is tracked, potentially tracked. Every text message, emails, the NSA admitted this like 10 years ago. We are in a humongous surveillance state, and our liberties are being infringed all the time. So do we really need to give Uncle Joe more reasons, or whoever's really behind Uncle Joe, more reasons and ammunition to take away our freedom? So look, he's probably going to do it either way, but certainly if there's violence today, be like, you see, with all these insurrectionists, you see, we need to nip this in the bud. Da, 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 Patriot Act 2. Lockdowns. Da, da, curfews. I mean, you see what's happening on social media, freedom of expression's going away, all these things. But either way, I'm, I'm just, let's say prayer. Well, I mean, you, by the time you hear this, you already know what's happened. So hopefully nothing bad's happened. All right. Today we're going to talk about chastity and celibacy. So this, of course, episode's mostly geared toward men. We're going to talk about some of the benefits of both. So what's the difference? So celibacy is marriage, the act of marriage. So celibacy means you're not married. Chastity is refraining from sex. Or you could kind of extrapolate out the definition more as just trying to be pure, pure and virtuous as much as you can. Normally, it's connected with the sins of the flesh, concupiscence. So it normally has to do with sex. But it has to do with just maintaining purity. So just hear me out into the benefits of both. Now let's cover celibacy. I don't think we need to spend any time on the benefits of not marrying. <laughs> I mean, come on. Really? 
but Gregory, there's good women out there. Yeah, I, I think there are unicorns. Go to that video about how, how men go from Newalt to Ewalt and go to that, that episode I did on my ideal unicorn. Look, I think they're there, but unfortunately they're the uh, collateral damage to the, the thoughtery and the court system of the West. Uh, so maybe there are good women, but I don't think it's smart for you to, to, to pursue it and find out and get married. And then you know, at any time, it's like getting married in America today is, is akin to giving your beautiful bride a loaded gun that she can use on you to destroy at any time. It might not be in a week, a year, 10 years, 20 years, but whenever she wants to use it, she can use it and take half your assets, your kids, alimony, all these things. Not all women are like that. I understand that all women are going to be like that. And I understand that there are successful marriages. But you're still giving her that power. So why give her that power? Why give that leverage? Why marry? I mean, let's not spend too much time on it here. But there's a lot of beauty of not marrying. And look, if you look from the Christian perspective, there are three vocations. We have the married life, the single life, and the religious life. So there's nothing wrong. We, we covered this on the episode, Can You Be Christian in MGTOW? There's nothing wrong with the single vocation. And certainly for, for you men, financially, you're going to be in an infinitely better situation given that no one's hemorrhaging out your money and you get to determine how you spend and, more importantly, how you save your money. So financially, most men do better when they're not dating than when they are dating and certainly married. And just secondly, you have more peace of mind, more tranquility. You're not dealing with the drama of being married, the fighting, the shit test. Uh, you're also dealing with the you know messy house, perhaps. You're dealing with possible addictions, codependence, uh, and then you know, on the most shallowest level too. You know, you think 25 years from now, what is your wife going to look like and be like when she's 55? And a lot of men who are 20, 25 when they get married. And we know marriage rates are dropping, cohabitation rates are rising, but a lot of men who get married are, are essentially dicknapped when they're 25. They don't. They think that their woman's going to stay that way forever. That's why Einstein has that quote: "A man marries a woman and spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman." There's truth to that to a certain extent. So I don't think I need to spend a lot of time on why men shouldn't marry. I think there's plenty of content out in YouTube and Reddit and Facebook and on the the podcast world. Uh, for me not to spend a lot of time. The juice ain't worth the squeeze, essentially. That, that That is the short. In men as a whole, once you've purged the relationship thirst so the idea that your life's incomplete without a woman, and you can find happiness without a woman, once you purge this thirst, your life opens up and you can have an amazing life. That's not to say if you want to do level one MGTOW and have relationships short terms or pump and dumps, that's your choice, of course. But the key is purging the thirst. And then the second key behind that is realizing that you're the catch, you're the king. You are the catch, you are the catch, you are the catch. Now, let's go to chastity. So chastity is going to be a little more nuanced because I understand, look, a lot of men watch porn. A lot of single men and certainly married men because married men were like, I thought it was a good sex all the time. You didn't think it through, blue pillars. But men watch porn. So with chastity, chastity, and this is something that double standard, ironical, if you want to say that's a word, which it's not. Ironically, men want virtuous women. They don't want women watching porn. They don't want women dressing like whores. They want women that are virtuous, that are not slaves to uh, an overreaching sexual desire or sexual licentiousness. They want women that are pure. Think of the show Bridgerton that came out on Netflix. Think of all these, uh, like, 
these uh, Jane Austen novels and movies, right? Men like women who haven't been with other men. I know this is shocking <laughs> that men want to marry women who are virgins, who are virtuous, chaste, obedient, compliant, sweet, all these things. But we have a double standard because we think men need to be, you know, salacious and prurient and 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 be delved into the dirt of of concupiscence. And I would I would disagree with that. I think there's a lot of benefits of being chaste. And so in, in particular to men, what I mean by chaste is not watching porn. Orienting your life toward the other pursuits of MGTOW. So we know that when you're beholden to anything, you're essentially a slave. And you certainly see this with alcoholics and drug addicts, gambling addicts. But with porn addiction too, or, or or always fixating on women, obsessing over women. Don John is a great movie. Joseph Gordon Levitt did it about ten years ago with Scarlett Johansson. He's a he's a guy who's who's dating, but he's also has porn issues. And in that movie, it gives a very good nuanced kind of view of of porn addiction and how it can control you. But porn can control you. Now, look, I know some of you are like Gregory. Well, well, come on, I just you know do, do jack off twice a day and just watch porn maybe an hour, but. Uh, one way you can know if you're, if you're a slave to these addictions is what would your life be like if you didn't do it? How hard would that be? And I think for a lot of men, not watching porn would be hard, would be hard. And that's how you know you have some sort of issue to it. And look, lots of times it's not your fault. The average age that a boy sees pornographic images for the first time is around age eight. So a lot of you guys stumbled upon it. And then at that point, your mind, because we're visual creatures and our minds are still forming, you, 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 it's like catnip, right? You can't get off of it. So a lot of you, it's not necessarily your fault, and now you're burdened with this. So what are you going to do about it? But if you can become chaste and and purge your purge your mind of these kind of just shackles of pornography, and focus on optimizing your life, so a life where you're 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 chasing virtue. And so what does virtue look like in a man? Honor, integrity, hard work, fixing your own personal demons that are not, let's say, lasciviousness related. Working on your financial health, working on your physical health, helping those who need help, volunteering, stuff like that. So you can have a very well-meaning and purposeful life by practicing, practicing chastity. And this just isn't reserved to, to pornography. We're talking also about pump and dumps and, and hookups and all these things because ultimately this is a life that's a meaningless life. You look at like the portrait of Dorian Gray. You, you look at these novels and certainly in the Bible how living a dissolute lifestyle like the prodigal son doesn't bring you meaning. So men, it's not just staying away from pornography to maintain chastity, but the empty life of the tender lifestyle Stay away from it. It is not making your life better. Like on one level, you can rationalize, yeah, I'm pumping and dumping, and yeah, it's great, it's great. But on another level, it's like eating cake all day. It's just empty calories that makes you sick. And if you engage in a lifestyle of just constant hedonism, it doesn't lead to a fulfilling life. And I would argue that it hinders your MGTOW optimization. So we say it's bad for women to be riding the carousel, but I would argue it's bad for men as well. Pursue chastity. 
Now, certainly you can do all these things like volunteer and work on yourself while you're anchored to pornography. Yes. But I think, like, if you were to put 100 women who are thoughts in a room who've written the carousel and ask them, are you happy? Does this lifestyle make you happy? Most of them would say it does not. Right? It would not. And it's the same thing with men who watch a lot of porn or don't practice chastity. Is this lifestyle really making you happy that you're beholden to this pornography? And I think most men, if they could go back in time, they would maybe not watch that porn when they were 12. So I think there is a usefulness of pursuing chastity. So what does that mean for you today? Try not to watch porn. Limit your porn. Limit limit your occasions to stumble upon porn or erogenous images. Use that energy toward maybe building a relationship with God. Pray more. Reorient your life toward Christ. Reorient your life, if you're an atheist, toward more meaningful pursuits than the corruption of the flesh. And like you could say, oh, you're such a curmudgeon, Gregory, you know, porn is not the corruption of the flesh. I disagree with you. I think pornography is a humongous blight, and I think there's a certain circle of hell for porn producers and porn makers. And I feel for the porn actresses because most of them, that wasn't their goal. Most women aren't like 18 years old. like, I want to be a porn star and ridden through and <laughs> ride the carousel and be discarded at 28. If you know the stories of porn, porn actresses, the large majority of them aren't successful. And even those that are successful, higher rate of substance abuse, higher rate of suicide, early death, right? It just, it's a horrible industry. And it's these predators that take advantage of them and take advantage of you. And that's why I think there's a special place in hell for them. But what are you going to do to become more chaste? What are you going to do to clean your life of toxins, whether it be pornography or other toxins? The onus is on you. You maybe don't want to be hooked on these things because you got exposed to it at a very young age. But like I mentioned a lot in Confessions of an Obi's Child, my other podcast, we're all dealt a certain deck of cards. What are we going to do about it? I can't go back in time and say that, that I didn't have a rageaholic, alcoholic father and, and a neglectful, uh, depressed mom. But what am I going to do about it now? Focusing on victim mentality isn't going to help you. What are you going to do about it now? And this can apply not just to pornography, but any addiction or any negativistic thinking that you have. How is you, how is you being negativistic helping you? It's not. So purge your life of these things that are making you unchaste. Clean your life up. Get porn out of your life. I know some of you, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. Live a chaste life. Pursue virtue. Pursue integrity. And I think you'll see a lot of your lives improving. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check it out. If you want to click on the link to get there, there's one in the episode notes along with the PayPal link. So donate some money if you can through the PayPal link. Once you get to Naturopathic Earth, there's tons of articles and recipes there. On the right side, you'll see a picture of my two books. Click on that, and that will take you to Amazon where you can buy those books, paperback or Kindle. But you can also buy whatever you want on Amazon. And anything you buy within 24 hours through clicking on my link through Naturopathic Earth, I get a 2% commission, no expense to you. 
if you need some help from the Red Pill perspective or weight loss, because I've lost over 100 pounds and I've kept it off, coming up on May 4th on my 30th year, contact me through the Clarity.fm link. Go to Clarity.fm and search my name. Lastly, please post a review, an honest review, for The Awakened Man, for Female Holistic Health Apothecary. We did a concurrent episode about the dangers of anal sex recently, and go check out Confessions of an Obese Child, too. And I do appreciate all you guys have been posting reviews recently. Thank you very much. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.